The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid, 1 o'clock on the news, 12 Central. Thanks for watching us this afternoon or this morning, depending on where you're viewing us today. I'm Craig Mish, along with George Kurtz. Two hours of fantasy sports talk. No uh, no coaching in your future tonight, George. You got a night off. You could just watch the World Series. I got a Little League game tonight. I think by 8 o'clock Eastern, I'll be done. Do a little live stream tonight. And then it's all World Series action for me tonight. How about you? Yeah, I'll be home. I'll be. I was supposed to ref tonight, but uh, we have a storm going on here, so the games were canceled. It is an outdoor uh, rink, that's why I was pretty sure it would be canceled. I'll be back at that tomorrow. So uh, I'm actually I'm very happy to be able to watch Game One, uh, the uh, the full Game One, and not have to see it sporadically at the rink. You know, an inning here, an inning there uh, between games. Yes, looking forward to Game One tonight. So uh, lucky me, I guess. All right, so we'll both be here. I, got, I think I got good weather here today. You know, no, no rainouts. I don't think in, in baseball. Uh, we're supposed. It's supposed to be cool in Florida on Saturday. Could be like sixty-eight degrees. That's like a oh no low, temp- low temperature. Be okay for, uh, for for October. I don't know. Time to get out the sweaters, George. You know, gotta get gotta get out, get out the sweaters. Get the no shorts, uh, collars on. Maybe no shorts. I haven't worn a lot of pants the last two years. Now that I think about it, gonna have to get some pants out. See if they still fit. I think so. All right. Our headlines here on this Tuesday. The World Series begins tonight, 8.07 Eastern. Atlanta Braves, Houston Astros. Braves won 88 games during the regular season. They're going to bring Charlie Morton to the mound tonight against Framber Valdez. Uh, The Bears placed Matt Nagy on the COVID list. Unclear if he'll coach Sunday or not. We'll see. Another coach in the NFL, or excuse me, in college football let go. Texas Tech fires their head coach, Matt Wells. So another opening in college there. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., interestingly enough, purchases an ownership stake in the Seattle Mariners. And for Griffey, this signals maybe some of the future. We'll see how much. You know, it's, it's very important, George, to see how much Griffey actually owns of the team. Like, we hear these things. They're great stories, and they're nice. But what I've come to learn, especially here in South Florida, where Derek Jeter is the CEO and runs the team, but his ownership stock is about 4.5%. And so uh, while that's so much money for us, in terms of owning the team, it doesn't really move the needle. I think that this is more of let's get him back into the fold. Uh, I don't know if it's been reported in terms of the percentages there, but if it's below 5%, then sort of ceremonial, I think, to a degree. Yeah, I doubt, once again, I would think Jeter probably has more money played later in his career. So you got paid more as you go on here. I don't think Griffey is going to own more, like I said, a couple of percentage points. I think it is a way to get him back or be able to talk about it back with Seattle, which is a good thing. Griffey should be involved in the game. I uh, sort of miss him in uh, one of the best natural plays we've seen here. So uh, I don't think it's any significant stake. I don't know if he wants to get involved with the team in any way as far as a GM capacity or something like that. Uh, so, no, I think this is more, as you said, ceremonial than anything else. I think when it does come out, if I had to guess, it'll be under 5%. Yeah, maybe a percent or two. We'll see. Uh, good chance this year that we're going to get a manager that people are going to love seeing a World Series champion out of Dusty Baker, who's been around forever, Brian Snicker, who's also been around forever, kind of two old school managers. One will end up with a World Series championship, and Freddie Freeman certainly hopes it's his guy in Brian Snicker. Uh, it means a lot. Um, I mean, everyone in this room that's in the Atlanta area knows how special that man is and how hard he's worked in his life to just get to this point. And for him to be able to be here in this situation, um, I watched him get off the bus today when he got out the workout, and it was just the coolest thing ever, watching Bryce Snicker walk into a World Series workout day. So um, it, it's special, um, and hopefully we can we can get this ring for him. 
So does that like change anything, George, about this series? Like managers managing with their gut as opposed to a computer? I guess that's the way that people have put it. I mean, analytics is such an important part of the game, but we saw that kind of backfire a little bit, I think, with Kevin Cash last year in the World Series. I wonder if that happens at all with this series. I think it'll be a mix of it. I do think it'll be a mix of it. I think the Braves – isn't Snickers – is his, his son – also, some kind of coach with the uh, Astros, so somebody yes. in the family is going to have a World Series trophy, right? Uh, so that, that can't lose there. Someone's going to have a nice Thanksgiving because they know if I'm the son, I'm bringing that trophy right to a Thanksgiving dinner, right next to the turkey there to show Dad if I uh, if I beat him there. So uh, it'll be a good time to stick your household. Uh, listen, I, I am a numbers guy, right? I think if you work once again. If we do what we do, generally we're numbers people. So I understand analytics. I think it's a tool like any other. I don't think it should be like what the Yankees do where, hey, you follow every number and that's it. I do think the manager should be allowed to go with his gut sometimes. I think that's why you hire him. He's got a feel for the game. What's going on during the game here? So I don't like it when teams just handcuff the manager. You know, you put his hands behind his back, that's it. He's just following the numbers. He's doing nothing else. I don't appreciate that. I think you need someone who's not afraid to make a move with his gut. Granted. If his gut's always wrong, well, then maybe you don't have to tie him up and say, hey, you can't do that. But I think you got to find the right guy who has a good feel for the game. Well, it'll be fun. It'll, it'll I, Look, personally, I, I want to see Dusty Baker win, but then that would come at the expense of the Braves. But he'll get another shot at it. Of course, Dusty uh, had a great shot with the Cubs, great shot with the Giants, pretty good shot with the Reds, decent shot with the Nationals. But, I mean, let's be honest, this is as good as a shot as he'll ever have to win a World Series. Beginning tonight at 8.07 Eastern. Also on deck tonight, a slate of NBA games. For those of you getting ready to play a little daily fantasy, we're going to help you out. My producer, Brett Levy, is going to join me here next. We'll also hear Quinn Snyder's thoughts on the start of the season for all-star Donovan Mitchell. So stay on the grid. We'll be back with that coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Great, great. We're a different sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 seven as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more want the edge. Then get on the grid sportsgrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports. You love from sling the collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. We're back on track tonight with our look at NBA Daily Fantasy. My producer, Brett Levy, of course, very heavily involved playing in NBA DFS. And so he'll join me now for this segment to talk a little basketball. Brett, uh, fun slate tonight. I'm looking forward to getting into it with you here. Yeah, it should be a good uh, slate of games. Lakers in action. LeBron questionable. So we'll see if he goes. Joel Embiid, also a game-time decision. So some tough decisions to be made tonight, Greg. Yeah, and uh, early on in the season, already seeing players taking days off. That's uh, kind of the way that the NBA is at this point, no question. Uh, Utah plays against Denver tonight. Utah's a pretty big favorite, by the way. Utah minus seven. I want to get Brett's thoughts on that. 
Uh, but of course, one of the key players, maybe Brett will use him in DFS tonight. We'll see is of course, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Quinn Snyder and previewing the game tonight against the Denver Nuggets talked about what he thinks he's seen from Spider Mitchell in the first couple of games of the year. I think he's played outstanding offensively. <laughs> you know, I, I think he's, he's gotten, I felt like he's gotten in the lane. He's gotten fouled and, he hasn't gotten to the line on some of those calls. I think some of that settles in with everybody trying to figure out what's a foul and what's not a foul right now, whether it be, you know, he's used his strength. Um, but for him, you know, taking his off the dribble three is something when that's there, you know, just to take it. Um, but, you know, he had a, a, a timely mid-range pull-up, um, you know, against OKC. You know, he's had, and this is going to continue to happen, he's had, you know, the, whoever the best defender is on the other team. And I thought he's he's really handled those matchups well and that um, he's found ways to involve himself in the game, um, you know, off the ball. And, you know, I, I think he's getting better. Um, and whether it's – he can score at all three levels. You know, he can get to the rim. He's got his mid-range, you know, he can catch and shoot three and he can shoot off the dribble. So um, sometimes when you have those options, um, you know, you have the opportunity to read, but those reads aren't as easy as sometimes um, it, it looks like, especially if you've got Dort or Davion Mitchell or someone, you know, trying to guard you pretty hard. All right, so uh, Brett tonight, Utah against Denver. Uh, no Jamal Murray for Denver out, and so maybe an opportunity here for Utah to put up some points. Uh, but I don't see Donovan Mitchell in your lineup here tonight. So let's kind of review the small guys, the point guards and shooting guards, who, Brett, you like tonight in DFS. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'm not really playing too many people in that Denver-Utah game because uh, there's a lot of good bigs in that game, Craig. Jokic and Rudy Gobert. Both pretty active uh, and both going to be doing a lot. So Rudy Gobert, one of the top defensive players in the league. Uh, not sure I want to take too many nuggets. And then uh, in terms of Utah, I'm not sure I want too many people going up against Jokic either. So just kind of staying away from that one. But the OKC and Golden State game should have lots of points. And I've got three players in my backcourt from that game. Shai Gilgis-Alexander, uh, 7,100 for Oklahoma City. I just don't think I'll ever not play Shai Gilgis-Alexander while he's $7,000. Uh, Seth Curry kind of spent down for him a little bit. Uh, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, all sort of the same principle. They're guys who are going to be out on the court a lot. They're going to get their shots. Um, Giddy's going to fill up the stat sheet. Lou Dort, hopefully going to get some rebounds and assists as well. Steph Curry, primarily a scorer. But uh, those guys should have opportunities to put up fantasy points. and You don't have to spend too much money on them. And it allows you to play a lot of the bigs on the slate tonight who are uh, a little more enticing, I think, Craig. All right. So we'll uh, we'll take a look at that as well. And, of course, uh, look, I, I think that every night in the NBA come 5, 6 o'clock Eastern, Got to make sure that you're checking the lineup. As as Brett mentioned earlier, not having LeBron James in the Lakers lineup certainly changes the game on both sides, so got to keep an eye on that. All right, let's take a look uh, at the small forwards and forwards and center that Brett is building around tonight. We have Tobias Harris at 7,400. Keldon Johnson, 5,600. Hey, Christian Wood back again here, 5,600 for Houston. Deshaun, uh, J- Jason Tate, 6,200. And then Julius Randle of the Knicks, who uh, one of the higher price centers on the board tonight, 9,700 tonight. So spending up for Randall, I guess that's your top price player tonight, Brett? Yeah, Randall would be my top price player. Um, again, I might take him out of my lineup, Craig, if I see Embiid's in there, because again, Embiid, great defensive player as well, would be spending a lot of time matched up with Randall. I'm not sure I want that. But right now, I don't know if Embiid will be in the lineup, so I can take my shot on Julius Randle. The whole Knicks offense revolves around him. Also playing off the Embiid questionable, Tobias Harris would then become the number one option for the Sixers, and I like that always. Um, Keldon Johnson, really good player for San Antonio, was on Team USA with Greg Popovich this summer. Looking to build off of that, um, actually made the team over Julius Randle. So 
Uh, kind of an interesting note there. They're both on my roster, but not Team USA. And then Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, um, fill out the roster. They both put up a lot of points, uh, a lot of rebounds, lots of assists. So they just get involved. They get touches. Um, they're clearly the two bigs on that roster that play the most. Uh, Seguin, the rookie, is playing a lot too, Craig. So I don't want to discount him. You can absolutely put him in your lineup and hope for the best. But uh, I like Tate and Wood a little bit better tonight. All right, let, let's go back real quick to you using a lot of Warriors and, and OKC Thunder. So Golden State's off to a 3-0 and start this year, and the Thunder are 0-3. I know they've been stockpiling draft picks. That's kind of the way they've gone about doing this. And I see Golden State as a pretty massive favorite tonight. Um, win, cover, what, what do you think happens with the Warriors? Are they as good as they played in the first week of the season? Uh, well, I guess it's uh, it's up there at 9.5, so I'd probably lean Oklahoma City. But, uh, you know, I think Golden State is absolutely the better team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much Steph and Draymond and some of their bigger names play in the second half because theoretically this should be a blowout, Craig, right? They're the home team. They're the better team. Uh, they're undefeated at this point. But Oklahoma City's scrappy. They've, uh, their points against differential or their points differential, excuse me, there's only 17 points over three games, so it's not like they're getting blown out every single night. They're keeping it competitive. Gilgis Alexander's an all-star level player. Josh Giddy's the guy who I like for Rookie of the Year. So they're building a young, talented team. I, I think energy is what you look for for Oklahoma City. They have like the Lou Dorts of the world who are just these energy guys, and those guys can wear you out 48 minutes in a regular season game. In a playoff game, talent usually wins out, but uh, sometimes these high-energy players are what you need to get through the regular season. Yeah, real quick, uh, one minute left. Houston, Dallas tonight. We've only seen the Mavericks play twice. Houston is 1-2 and two on the season. You're using Christian Wood tonight. He's off to a good start, 22-10. and 10 in his three games to start the season. But this is an uphill battle going up against Dallas, isn't it? Yeah, um, Jalen Green played really well in their last game, uh, actually shot the ball unbelievably well. I believe he was 7 of 10 for 3. So, um, you know, if Jalen Green could do that, they could absolutely keep it close. But I wouldn't be back in Houston too many times this year. Although I will say Christian Wood, Jayshon Tate, Porzingis isn't a guy that's going to block too many shots or be that uh, much of a defensive presence. So uh, you can definitely attack uh, the Dallas Mavericks in DFS. All right, there you have it. Your lineups are set. SGA, Curry, Giddy, and Dort. Tobias Harris, Keldon Johnson, Wood, Tate, and Randall. Thanks again, Brett, for uh, popping on, giving us your DFS selections for the night. Brett, of course, uh, you know, no doubt, with a lot of NBA experience, can help you out. And, of course, so can Davis do all of his work over at Daily Roto for uh, Davis Matic, no doubt. But we got to take a quick timeout here on Fantasy Sports Today. We dive back into some fantasy football next. We go from six teams in the NFL off last week to just two this week. We'll talk about who in fantasy is off and who you potentially could be replacing them with. Coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. Stay on the grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. If you're looking for some extra help in fantasy or sports wagering, look no further than our social media channels over on Twitter. You can follow us at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV for the latest news notes, information, picks, and predictions, and fun as well from our 18 hours of live coverage, constantly on there updating things. So follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV. Well, George, how did you make it this past week with the bye week, the crazy bye week where everyone virtually was off, um, did okay in one league, did poorly in another? I'm, I'm glad we could put that behind us. Too many players off for my liking. Yeah, it was a it was a struggle. All right, uh, I survived. I think overall I went eight and three. Ironically, the one league I was six and zero, oh, I am now six and one. I mm. lost that. I was leading. I said I knew I was going to lose, but I was leading going into last night. I had a three point lead, and the only thing they had left was the New Orleans defense. Uh, so the sacks got me. Uh, I guess the point total got me as well here. So I'm not undefeated anymore. Uh, I, but. I did make some moves that I wonder, Craig, if I'll regret later to win some leagues because I was around 500 in some leagues. I picked Russell Gage was available in a lot of leagues, picked him up. Might have helped me win those these leagues. Might not have. I don't know. Maybe I would have won anyway. But I released some decent – I think I released Jarvis Landry in one league for Gage. Mm-hmm. I released Sterling Shepard in another league for Gage. Once again, I felt like I needed to win those leagues. I didn't want to go three and five or something, whatever the record would have been there. So I wonder – down the line if I may regret that. Now, maybe I can get these players back. We'll see well, how the waivers work this week. Uh, more first come, first serve. I don't think I'm going to bid any money on those kind of players. Or maybe Russell Gage is finally going to be the player we thought he'd be. But uh, we'll see if I'm going to regret uh, some of the moves I made. Yeah, really good week for Gage. I played against him this past week. I remember talking to my league mate saying, wow, we're going against Russell Gage. That's a zero. Turned out to be 20 points almost for Russell Gage for sure. Okay, so this week it's just Las Vegas and Baltimore, but that does not mean that you won't have any players off. Let's take a look at this list of players that you have to get out of your lineup. Lamar Jackson on Baltimore uh, will be off, so will Derek Carr, but I don't think a lot of people are, are starting Carr this week. We have Josh Jacobs, of course, on Vegas, Henry Ruggs as well. Marquise Browns had a fantastic year for the Ravens. He is not playing this week. Who knows if Darren Waller would have played or not, but uh, they have a bye week, so they're hoping to get him back in two weeks. I'll need him in two weeks. And then Mark Andrews, uh, George, who looks like he did two years ago. In 2019, he is off as well. So uh, among these players, I guess Lamar Jackson is sort of the biggest name. I mean, you you absolutely have to go out and, and start another quarterback for him this week. But thankfully speaking, with two teams off, Regardless of who they are, it's not going to be like it was last week. No, unless it was brutal. Last week, I mean, six teams, the Cowboys, the Bills, Chargers, that's a lot of fantasy players gone, right? That was, that was rough this week with two. And by the way, why can't the NFL balance this? Anyone ever, I mean, really? Four and four? Is it too much to ask? Uh, that was awful last week. And that's what led to it. I thought Sunday of football, Greg, overall, not the best football. Kind of boring on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I know I, I, I might have even fallen asleep on the couch a time or two. All right, so let's take a look at some potential players that you can now pick up off the waiver wire. And uh, one name I want to mention that we do not uh, have here, but uh, Brandon Bolden, um, running back on the uh, you know, the New England Patriots. Lost my mind there for a minute. Sajay P. Ryan, of course, for Cincinnati going against the Jets. Alan Lazard on Thursday night. You're going to have to make a quick decision there. Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots as well. And Evan Engram at tight end. So first, let's let's look among these names. And to me, George, the one name that sticks out the most is that if Devontae Adams is out, then I would assume Lazard is the guy. But then again, George, I remember a scenario a couple of years ago where Devontae Adams was out. And who was it? Valdez Scantling, Geronimo Allison, Alan Lazard, and none of them ended up working out. It's almost like Rodgers only has this combo with Adams, 
But it, it's probably time if you need a receiver to unload the budget in a one-week scenario for Lazard if Adams, who is on the COVID list, does not play. You know, Adams is probably not playing. He would need two negative tests 24 hours apart before Thursday. That's rough, uh, to put it nicely. So uh, he's really got about, what, 30 hours for that first pos- uh, for that first negative test, and he'll need another one. I don't see him being able to play Thursday. So, yeah, Lazard's the guy I want here. Now, you're right. There's no guarantee he's going to do anything. We've seen this story before. Adams is out. None of the other guys does anything. You really hope for that touchdown deodorant there. The thing is, I think Arizona scores almost at will in this game. All right, you can make a pretty good argument that the Green Bay Packers should have lost to the Washington football team. But uh, Washington imploded at the red, in the red zone. They couldn't put – they were in there four, five, six times. They could not score points. Forget touchdowns. Any points. Uh, else they might have won that game there. Uh, so I think Rodgers is going to have to throw all day Thursday night. All day Thursday night, which means the opportunities will be there for Lazard. And that's all I can ask for. I'll take the opportunities. One other thing to throw in here. The only time that uh, Robert Tunyon has ever scored multiple touchdowns in a game was the last time, last season, that Devontae Adams was out. Big game of Tanyan as well. All right, now let's go, uh, you know, a couple of players that are a little bit off the grid here. Um, I want to ask you about Boston Scott of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, it does not appear that Miles Sanders is going to play this week. So the Eagles' options are Kenneth Gainwell, who could be owned, could be owned, unowned in some leagues. Jordan Howard, who is back on Philadelphia. He was on Miami, if you remember, last year, falling into the end zone every once in a while and, and scoring a touchdown. But uh, Philadelphia does play Detroit. I don't know if this is a multi-week scenario, but if my recollection is correct, Boston Scott was really good the last time this happened, but you may be uh, picking up a player and using acquisition budget for just one week. I guess, is it worth the risk there? For me, he is someone that I'm going to absolutely have to take a shot on this week with just too many injuries that I have. I've actually just reminded me of someone else I released last week uh, because I needed, I wanted a running back for last week before Sanders got hurt. I released Gainwell in my home league, uh, regretting that a little bit too. Although, and that, let's face it, the first thing uh, I got to ask yourself, Craig, is will Philadelphia run the ball? Will they run the ball? I know they're playing Detroit and we like the matchup, right? It is Detroit. They're not a very good team. I don't know if they're going to be, uh, they're going to run the ball this week. They haven't been made any kind of commitment to it all season long. They've abandoned it over and over again. Now, Sanders has the low ankle sprain. They consider him week to week. I don't see him playing Sunday. Maybe he's out next week as well. Uh, we'll see here. I think I'd rather have Gainwell first over Scott. Uh, but you mentioned that, you know, Howard's a problem there too. He could be the short yardage guy. And that's awful because Scott's not going to give you enough, not in my mind, enough between the 20s to be valuable if he's not going to be that touchdown guy as well. If they're going to let Howard be that vulture, which I don't know if they are, but if they, if they are going to let him be that vulture, that's annoying, and I know Gamewell is going to be the guy catching the ball out of the out of the backfield. So I don't know what value Scott has here. Um, that being said, if you have the uh, running backs we mentioned here, anybody on Baltimore, if you have Josh Jacobs, maybe you're short this week. You don't have a, an option here. But I'm not breaking the I'm not breaking the bank on Scott. I'm just not too too much that could go wrong here. Yeah, look, uh, you know another spot where running backs will be available, and and we uh, showed you Bolden here. But, George, I mentioned on the show yesterday, I played Ramondre Stevenson inactive. For the, probably the biggest mistake I've made playing fantasy in 10 years. Didn't think for a second that he wasn't going to play. Didn't even really check, and he wasn't. J.J. Taylor came in the game and scored a couple of touchdowns, and there's a report today basically saying that Stevenson is sort of a week-to-week player. They'll determine whether or not they're going to play him before the game. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I guess he's sort of – I guess all of the New England running backs are sort of matchup dependent outside of Harris – but if they do have a really good matchup, I'd love to get my hands on that second running back because the Patriots are trying to run the ball as much as they can this year. Bill Belichick hates fantasy football players. Hates them. He's been doing this his whole career. right? We can we never know from week to week who's the running back you want out of New England. I don't play the New England guessing game at running back. I just don't because there are too many weeks like you just described. I, I guess wrong. No, it's not this guy. And let's face it. We've seen guys who you know had 17 touchdowns the week before benched or barely used the next week. And uh, I'm not – listen, he hates fantasy football. He does what's best for the team. And if he thinks this week it's Stevenson week or this week's a Bolden week, this week's a this guy week, that's the guy he's going with. He doesn't care about egos, doesn't care about, you know, making you feelings, making you feel better. doesn't care. He's doing what he thinks is best for his team. It's frustrating. It's just frustrating. And they play a tough charge. Stevens coming over by this week. So I'm not interested in New England running backs anyway. 
All right, and then the last player, uh, not pictured that we didn't show you, want to ask you about too, with the way that Cincinnati's offense is going, do you think that this tight end, Uzoma, has, you know, should be picked up? I mean, three touchdowns in two weeks, Burrow's throwing for 400 yards. I, I know that he's been around, and he's been around the league in the past. He was sort of the guy, George, it kind of reminds me of, when we wanted Tyler Eifert to be something. It ended up being Uzoma who was stealing those sort of touchdowns. But the Bengals in general – I mean, Jermaine Gresham really have not had a lot of high tight end play, but it seems like Burroughs tight is, is definitely targeting this guy a lot. And he's he's not a great tight end, by the way. He's not that kind of guy. But yeah, you know, when you got Jamar Chase, who right now is a cheat code as far as wide receiver, this guy's fantastic. You got T. Higgins, you got Tyler Boyd. I mean, for defenses, Zoma is, is an afterthought. You're just not worried about him. You know, it's really what's going on here. And I think once again, Burrow knows that. He's going to have good matchups with him all game long here. So he's looking for him in the red zone specifically, which is not a shock here. So, yeah, tight ends generally a vast wasteland for the top couple anyway. And we're losing two good ones this week in Andrews and Waller. So I think Uzoma, actually, you may have to bid on him this week. You could have got him for free last week. But this week, you may actually have to bid on him now if you want him. Because I think, once again, he's not going to get the volume's not going to be there. He's never going to be a six-catch, 72-yard guy. But the touchdowns will be there. I think that continues there. They're a team that likes to throw the football. Good matchup this week versus the Jets. Hell, they're the number one seed right now in the AFC. I can't believe I'm saying that in October. Did you just say the word the words cheat code? Do you even know what that is, George? I think it's something with video games. I've heard it before, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I just I'm shocking to hear that from you when uh, Donkey Kong was probably the last video game that you played. No offense. Love Donkey Me too. Kong. I play Galaga all the time. All right, we'll take a quick break. Fantasy Realities next. Stay on the grid. We'll be right back. Look, you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports. Today, George and Craig would be here on the show until 2 o'clock Eastern. George, before we get to fantasy reality, I mean, does it, is, it, is a Yankees World Series your favorite World Series of all time before we start this thing? like, What, what would you say your most memorable uh, World Series is? I mean, I don't know if you have, like, cassette tapes or DVDs or, like, great moments, but I feel like you're that kind of guy who would be able to pick one out. Oh, definitely. Uh, and I do have, uh, I used to have cassette tapes. I've since converted them to DVDs uh, as far as World Series. Uh, for me, I'm going to have to go. My father and I didn't get along about a lot of things. And he passed away in 92 before the Yankees became great again. But one of my first memories of baseball would be the 77 and 78 World Series, uh, watching the Yankees and Dodgers. Uh, my father taught me how we made box scores. And I'm not talking about the ones you go buy in a store. I'm talking, he told me to make it by hand. 
you know, had to keep score of the game. You know, I remember uh, Reggie Jackson hitting those three home runs, Greg Nettles making all those great plays down with third baseline. And I just remember sitting in my home uh, when I lived in Elmont, my father was on the couch and I used to sit in front of the coffee table, just watching the game with him, keeping score. You know, uh, it was just great moments for me. So my favorite World Series would definitely be the 77 and 78. I know they lost in 76. I know I saw it, but I don't remember much of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's because they lost to the Reds. Maybe not. But 77 or 78, pick your choice. Either one would be my favorite. Like I said, my father and I were both big Yankee fans. One of the few things we agreed upon. So those would be my favorites. All right. And, uh, yeah, for me, the Marlins won in 03, 97. I think those would be two of them. Um, you know, also the World Series between the Cardinals and Rangers is one that sticks out, I think, from 11, just how crazy that World Series was going back and forth. And uh, Game 6, one of the best uh, games I've ever seen played. Hopefully we will get that tonight. All right. Without further ado, let's kick it back to Brett Levy as he's got some good questions today lined up for us in today's Fantasy or Reality. All right. Well, the big story on Saturday or Sunday was Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass going to a fan and then maybe getting a very bad trade. But the final details of the trade have finally come down. So, George, we'll start with you for this one. The fan received uh, $1,000 to the Buccaneers book uh, team store, uh, one Bitcoin from Tom Brady. Two signed Brady jerseys and a signed Brady helmet, a Mike Evans game use signed jersey and gaining cleats, and two season tickets to 2021 and 2022 seasons. So, George, the fan who uh, traded Tom Brady's 600 touchdown football did well for himself. Is this a fantasy or reality? You know, it's funny. I've been asking people this question uh, in a different way. Would you have given the ball back? Or would you have tried uh, to cash in on it? Uh, I'd like to think that if uh, I had gotten the ball, that I would be gracious enough to give it back uh, to Tom Brady. But, you know, in the end, i got to worry about my family and my future more, more than Brady's. Uh, maybe I'd like to see how much this ball is actually worth. I know uh, Sam Acho, who's an analyst on ESPN, thought the fan was nuts. You know, he thinks the ball might have been worth up to a half million dollars. And if I knew that, I'm not giving that ball back, and the fan did not do well. That being said, I don't know if the ball is worth that much. I don't. I think the fan actually did do very well here. Uh, got a ton of stuff here. May be able to get more if he wanted it. Maybe that's what he wanted there. So, you know, I'll say it's a reality that the fan did well because there's no way in that moment he could have known how much the ball was worth. And he lost all his leverage anyway. He gave the ball back right away. It's not like he kept it until he got what he wanted. You know, so he lost his leverage there. So, yes. Uh, for what because he gave the ball away, I think he did do well. Season tickets are worth a lot, right? You got that. The memorabilia looks nice, cool. Uh, so sure, he did well, but I, I would like to know how much that ball is actually worth. Yeah, look, I, I've been very strong on this topic for for many many years, going back to uh, you know McGuire's home run ball, Derek Jeter's home run, three thousandth hit ball. Uh, saw it happen in Miami with Ken Griffey Jr.'s six hundredth home run ball. Uh, I just don't under, I don't understand the fans thinking. Now, George, you're right. In the moment, there's no way he could have possibly known what it was worth. But it only would take me 10 seconds to realize, let me not just give this ball back to the trainer. Like, I, I just don't understand it. If you are extremely wealthy and you don't need money, then yes, absolutely. Give the balls back to everyone, the home run balls, the, the game-winning pucks. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. But never, ever do that without sitting down and getting this stuff appraised and understanding what it could be worth. Now, the number you threw out there, George, 500000 I think that's way high. I don't think that that's accurate. Now, you could get into a bidding war with somebody who's a huge Brady fan, and then you could end up getting, I don't know, two hundred, three hundred thousand. Is that possible? Of course it is. But the good news here is, is that Tom Brady recognized, George, that it was an awful, awful trade, and the person was getting absolutely screwed in the deal, 
And so last night, as you heard on the Manning cast, he's giving the uh, the person a Bitcoin, which right now the price of Bitcoin is over $60,000. That made me take a little bit of a deep breath and say, okay, it didn't turn out as bad as it looked. $1,000 for the team store? What does that get you, George? Three jerseys? I mean, not even probably in a place like that. So I'm going to say fantasy. This fan did not do well. He screwed himself. There's no way he should have ever handed that ball back once it got handed to him. In the end, did he come out with some with close to a hundred grand? Sure, but that's only because Tom Brady saved the day here and jumped in and realized how ugly it would have been had he not done that. I would like to see more players, by the way, do that. That did not happen with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with Derek Jeter. What did he get? He got to go see the stadium before the game or something like that for the whole entire season. Please. Show me the money in these situations, as I say. Fantasy, he did not do well, but he didn't do terrible either. He got 60 grand out of it with the Bitcoin. All right. Our next question, Craig. The Cardinals have a new manager, and he's actually the youngest manager in baseball, Olivier Marmol. So we got to ask, how will he do? So, Craig, we'll start with you for this one. Olivier Marmol will lead the Cardinals to the postseason in 2022. And I'm guessing I screwed up his name, so I apologize to Mr. Marmol. But is this a fantasy or reality? Brett, the guy's name is Oliver. O-L-I-V-E-R. Okay. Olivier? Olivier. Olivier. Yeah, the Lawrence know. of Olivier? French. I don't know. French. Oliver. Brett. <laughs> O-L-I-V-E-R is Oliver. It's fine. Um, okay, he will lead the Cardinals to the postseason in 2020. The answer is yes. The, Car- the Cardinals made the postseason this year. They won 17 games in a row or whatever it was. He's inheriting a really good roster, a really good squad. They'll probably have to bolster a little bit. The Cardinals have really hard time signing free agents. They do not have hard times making trades. They've made good trades. They acquired Al Renato and Goldschmidt. They've made bad trades. They traded a Rosarina and a Dallas Garcia for nothing, or they just let him go. Uh, but in the end, in the end, the Cardinals will be back in the postseason again. The Cubs are not good. The Pirates are not good. It's just them and Milwaukee. And let's be honest, in a, in a year from now, could you see the Cardinals ahead of Milwaukee in that division? Of course you could see that. The Brewers did a little smoke and mirror job this year. No hitting and counting on Burns and Woodruff to throw 200 innings and be both being Cy Young Award candidates. That doesn't happen that often. I'll say reality. He gets them back. Uh I'm still picturing Craig, by the way, with football and uh, Raymond James stands just blocking people out of the way as he's running out of the stadium. My ball! Just knocking people down here. I'd be doing so, that. Uh, uh, it's the right thing to do, actually. I don't know if I'd be able to do it, but it's the right thing to do. Uh, no, it's again, not. Gotta take care keep of your the family. ball. Make the money. Stop it, please. Well, that's what I mean. That's, that's, it's the right thing to do, to keep the ball. Because, once again, you got to take care of your own. Uh, I, I, totally agree. I just don't know if I'd, I'd, I'd be able to. Anyway, back to the Cardinals. I mean, you're probably right. Uh, I'm going to take the other side uh, point of view here just to, uh, to argue with you. Uh, right. I think the Brewers still are the better team. Once again, we have a whole offseason, so we don't know what the uh, moves are going to be made here. But look at that Cardinals pitching staff. You tell me Adam Wainwright's going to have a year again like he had last year? And after that, it's all question marks. Mikolas, Lester, Hat, Flaherty didn't pitch uh, much at all here. How many innings can he give you next year? I do love the offense. They can hit. Carlson came out at the end of the year. Tyler O'Neill. every at-bat was a home run. But uh, I don't think they're going to be uh, – I don't think they'll win the division. So now you're in here. I think San Diego Padres will be back in business next year. I think they'll make some moves here. The Giants, Dodgers, they look like they're going to be there as well. Someone in the uh, National League East has to play better. All right? So I'll just take the opposite viewpoint that they don't make the playoffs next year. I'll say it's a fantasy. But for me, it's mainly because of the pitching staff. You know, and you can't count on winning 17 games in a row again. That's not going to happen. Uh, I just don't like the staff here. Lester Hat, like 90 years old combined. No, thank you. I'll say fantasy. Our last question of the day revolves around pumpkin-flavored uh, treats and foods. So, George, we'll start with you for this one because it's pumpkin spice season and everyone's drinking pumpkin spice lattes. Pumpkin-flavored items are popular in your household in the fall. Is this a fantasy or reality? Oh, you can phrase it a little differently. I thought it was going to be, if I drink these things, that would be hell no. Uh, No way in a million years am I drinking anything pumpkin-flavored. I don't even like pumpkin pie. All right, so uh, no. Uh, But my wife does – she's one of those who does go for the seasonal drinks. And my daughter, you know, as soon as my daughter is here that she's going to – 
Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, they're like, oh, yeah, and they'll get that sort of stuff as well here. So I'll, I'll have to go with the reality here. It's not for me, but for uh, my wife, my daughters, they will have some, not often, uh, but when my wife's going out to get it, sure, she likes that. She's that kind of person. She likes to have the flavor of the month or whatever it is at these places. So uh, sure, why not? But never in no chance in hell will you see me having one of these. Yeah, we wouldn't have had the fantasy reality with you. We would have known that the answer was fantasy. It was just too easy, George, to do it that way. That's why we included the entire household here. We, we know how to do this show every once in a while, <laughs> with the exception of maybe the name, the first name of the Cardinals manager. But beyond that, we know exactly what we're doing here. Um, oh, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is French. Fantasy for me. <laughs> we made him French. We got a French manager now with the Cardinals. Um, yeah, this is fantasy now for me. Uh, never been into this. And, and, and quite frankly, don't really understand it. Now, I will say I am all about a really good pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Yes, definitely put that on my shopping list, especially uh, I, I hope to be having somewhat of a regular Thanksgiving this year. That's kind of in our plan as of now. I'm like sort of getting that sense that we're going to do something. And that is is 100%. I am down for a good apple pie and a good pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. But I have never been into the the pumpkin stuff i see it's very popular and everyone is ordering it and george i totally get it uh, but but i just personally have not gone down that road yet but, but maybe this year is different maybe uh, look i'm always up for trying new things maybe that will will be uh, on my list this year speaking of your list this coming sunday morning 8 a.m eastern you can catch me matt striker and joe pizapia for another edition of fantasy sports today sunday morning edition for those of you who are locked and loaded getting ready for week eight of the fantasy football season you can catch us right here on sports grid and whenever you're streaming sports grid catch us there help you setting lineups both in season long and daily fantasy sports so make sure you catch us every sunday morning 8 a.m eastern right here on sports grid as far as tomorrow's show is concerned uh george will be back in for me i take my wednesday off uh, he and Davis Maddock will go through all of the waiver wire in fantasy football for you. So tune back in tomorrow morning for that. We'll take a quick break and be back to wrap up the show with the sports Grid fix. Remember that state. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. It is Craig and George wrapping up the show. As always, we end the show with a final thought. Let's hear what is on George's mind with his version today of the Sports Grid 60. All right, we'll keep with the Halloween theme here with the pumpkin spice. Halloween falls on a Sunday this year. Boy, I'm not happy about this. First off, uh, I used to enjoy going out with my kids on Halloween. 
you know, trick or treating there, you know, maybe stealing some candy every now and then, you know, my, my old, my youngest daughter has a peanut allergy. Oh, sorry. You can't have that Reese's that's mine. Uh, I used to enjoy doing that, but now they're older and they don't want me, which I, I don't mind. All right. Cause it's a football Sunday. Now I don't have to go. But then my wife reminded me, well, I'm, I'm going to be out. Kids are going to be out. You got to answer the door when all the kids come trick or treating. Uh, she's right. She's right. How many times am I going to get interrupted on football Sunday now with a ding dong? Kids want candy, you know. And I got a dog, and a dog flips out when the bell rings. She's going to be all she's going to be all excited. Got to keep a leash on her so she doesn't run out. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be able to enjoy my football games, Craig. Just not going to be able to enjoy my football game. So I guess once every seven years, I got to deal with this. All the kids coming to the house. And Dallas plays at night, and I'll be interrupted during that game too. Can't have this. Can't have this at all. My wife has to be home at night. Nothing like putting a negative spin on Halloween from George Kurtz. Well done there. Uh, positive spin for me to end the show today. I think that we all have things that we're proud of in our religion and you know things that we follow. And for me, it's really cool to see four Jewish players suiting up in the World Series this year for the first time since 1959. In fact, a couple of the players, Max Freed and Alex Bregman, both were even bar mitzvah. So uh, go Israel, go Jewish players in the World Series. Pretty excited about that to see that as somebody who is Jewish. I think that's pretty cool. Going to end with that today. Uh, I believe I heard Spencer today here on the show. So thanks to Spencer for helping out. Thanks to James over at LTN. For my producer, Brett Leapy and co-host, George Kurtz, I'm Craig Mish. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the World Series. See you tomorrow. There are a lot of sports talk networks out there, but we're the one that gives you actionable insights on gaming, odds, and more. The others? Nah. This. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.